Josep Maria Bartomeu is no longer president of Barcelona. He resigned after facing tons of public pressure, including, he says, threats and insults, and a de facto impeachment vote he would almost certainly have lost. One, perhaps superficial, reading is that this is a triumph for democracy, or, at least, the version that governs Barcelona. Bartomeu was elected, his actions displeased voters, and there was a mechanism in place for him to be recalled. Enough public pressure was exerted from both within, Gerard Pique, Lionel Messi, and without, parts of the media, former presidents, that voters took action. This is an option that fans of other clubs with unpopular leaders do not have, and however imperfect Barcelona's setup might be, there's a voice for supporters beyond the usual boycotts and voting with your wallet. The old maxim is that democracy is the fairest system of government, but dictatorship is the most efficient. There's some truth to that in football. If you have absolute power indefinitely, or until you decide to sell up, you can do what you like. If you're continually freaking out about polls or re-elections, your natural tendency will be to think short-term. Bartomeu will be remembered for many things, perhaps chiefly for the fact that the greatest player in the club's history tried to leave the club this past summer, slamming the door behind him. But, in fact, the Lionel Messi crisis is nothing more than another example of the difficulties encountered when trying to balance short-term and long-term thinking. Under Bartomeu's watch, the club came within a whisker of becoming the first sports franchise to break the 1 billion euro, 1.17 billion dollars, mark in revenue, something made possible in part by taking their merchandising, retail and licensing activities in-house and pursuing an aggressive and successful sponsorship strategy. That was the sort of short-term move that took guts and foresight, you sacrifice short-term guaranteed cash from partners for long-term growth and revenue. The problem is that a football club isn't a retail brand, it gets judged every week by what happens on the pitch, and in the department of weekly, short-term results, Bartomeu came up desperately short. That's not so much when it comes to results on the pitch, which were mixed, in his nearly seven seasons at the helm, they won four Liga titles, good, and four Copas del Rey, also good, but they advanced past the quarterfinals of the Champions League just twice, not so good, but, rather, in the actions he took to keep the team competitive. Bartomeu made, or enabled those around him to make, a raft of poor decisions, most of them reacting to short-term needs. Neymar accepts Paris Saint-Germain's offer and walks out after exercising his 222 million euros buyout clause? Let's blow the whole fee, and then some, on Ousmane Dembele and Felipe Coutinho, gambling that one or the other will fill the superstar gap. Dembele is injured all the time? Cool, let's blow another 41 million euros on Malcolm and then give him only six league starts because, well, he's not good. Coutinho doesn't live up to his 145 million euros superstar price tag? No problem. Let's spend another 120 million euros on Antoine Griezmann, even though he has zero chemistry with Messi and Luis Suarez, and made us look silly the year before, when he did a 180-degree turn after all but agreeing to join us. We need a backup center forward? Let's sign Kevin Prince Boating, who is 31 years old, has scored 10 or more league goals just once in his career, and, perhaps most importantly, is not a center forward. Obviously, Bartomeu wasn't making footballing decisions, but the buck stopped with him, and the spending had consequences. The wage bill continuously ballooned under his watch. In 2018-19, it stood at 529 million euros, 620 million dollars, which was already more than twice as much as all but eight other clubs in the world and 98 million euros, 114 million dollars, more than the second highest wage bill in football, Real Madrid. Last season, it was set to rise by another 100 million euros, 117 million dollars, before wage deferrals and cuts as a result of the coronavirus pandemic took out some of the sting. 
One of the side effects of all this is that debt also grew significantly before the pandemic and then, obviously, grew even further after the pandemic, to the point that it's now close to half a billion euros. It's also worth noting that in cash terms, the situation is far from rosy, Barcelona's habit of paying for transfers and installments means they'll need to fork out a further 168 million euros, 197 million dollars, in net terms over the next few years. Most will remember Bartomeu for the fact that the unthinkable, Messi announcing he wanted to leave the club, happened under his watch. We're not privy to the details of their relationship, so apportioning blame would be unfair. What we do know is that most of what Bartomeu did in his handling of Messi backfired badly, whether it was facilitating the Eric Abadal interview calling out the dressing room, which prompted a rare Messi statement, or the salary cut negotiation, another Messi ripist, or simply saying that he was 100% certain Messi would stay, which culminated in the Burifax and Messi telling the club he wanted to leave. All of the above were short-term reactions to short-term issues. All of them he got badly wrong. That's the downside of Barca's democratic model. You want to think long-term for the good of the club, but you end up acting short-term to react to immediate concerns, or what you think are immediate concerns. It's hard to be good at both, and Bartomeu certainly came up short in the latter. What's next? Elections in a few months, of course, but most of all, a chance for those who starred on the pitch in Barcelona's latest golden era, and who, directly or indirectly, had a hand in Bartomeu's departure, to make their mark. I'm referring to Messi, of course, but also Pique, Xavi, possibly Andres Iniesta and Sergio Busquets. Some will continue playing, for a while longer anyway, some will not, and others have already quit. But they define the most glorious period of Barcelona's history, from Pep Guardiola onward, and they are the descendants of the second most glorious period, the Johan Cruyff years. It's easy to forget, but this is a club that, prior to 1990, had won 10 Liga titles in 61 years. They've won 16 in the past 30. These men have earned the right to a voice in shaping the club's future, and they will exercise it either directly or indirectly, by backing candidates and programs at the next election, and, in the case of Peak, perhaps by running for president one day. That's the Barcelona version of democracy. Yes, it's imperfect and can lead to debacles such as the end of the Bartomeu era, in which you're stuck between present and future, and make poor decisions. Sure, if the goal is simply to amass silverware and break the billion euro revenue mark, then they'd probably be far better off if they were owned by an enlightened multi-billionaire, who could hire smart people to make cold-blooded long-term decisions without endless consultation. But that isn't the goal, at least, not for the organization that calls itself more than a club. So what does Bartomeu's departure mean for Komen? He knew Bartomeu was in the last year of his reign. Komen took this one-year risk. Coleman rolled the dice, it was a shot to nothing that he did so well that whichever president came in, he might be forced to keep him. He knew it would be the longest he could get, because the leading candidate for the presidential elections is called Victor Font, and he has publicly stated he will do everything to bring Xavi back and make Xavi the head coach as late as next June, and maybe make another role for Coleman. But Victor Font, assuming he wins, has said that Coleman wouldn't continue. There is more optimistic that Komen could delay Xavi's return to the new camp, if the side manages to improve results on the pitch. Xavi is a good option because some of the presidential candidates have Xavi as their coach. Everyone knows that the natural transition in the future will be Xavi. But we have to remember that Ronaldo Komen has signed for two years until 2022, I guess that his future depends not only on the president, but on his development and the results. If his results are good he will stay in Barcelona, and Xavi will have to wait. Bartomeu's last act as the president of Barcelona was to announce the club's participation in a European Super League. Bartomeu revealed that Barca had signed up to the proposal during a 35-minute speech to confirm his resignation. That involvement is subject to ratification and approval at a member's assembly. 
the Catalan club have also agreed to a new format in the FIFA-led Club World Cup. I can announce some extraordinary news said Bartomeu. We accepted a proposal to participate in a future European Super League, which would guarantee the future financial sustainability of the club. And we've accepted the future CWC format. His statement was later criticized by La Liga president Javier Tibas, who described plans for a European Super League as weak and imaginary, and declared it would bring ruin to clubs. Bartomeu dropped the bombshell on the night he announced his resignation as president of Barcelona, taking his entire board of directors with him. He gave no more details, and nor did he field questions during his appearance, which was a long valedictory speech with an air of victimhood and self-justification, in which he complained about much of the criticism to which he had been subjected. An interim board led by Carlos Tuskets, an economics lecturer at Barcelona University, will take over and prepare for presidential elections. Bartomeu and his board may face civil action holding them personally liable for the budgetary shortfall over the period of his administration since 2014. Bartomeu had insisted, there is no reason to present my resignation, adding. It is not a good idea to leave the club in the hands of an administrator. He always knew though that scenario was the likely outcome of the vote of no confidence. Almost 20,000 members' signatures have been gathered to force a referendum which Bartomeu had no realistic prospect of surviving, despite only needing a third of the vote. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a five-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.